You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, presented by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. Instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for the day, no matter how you watch. Matt, I know I love watching with my son every Sunday. Pepsi's the refreshment you need to power through any game day, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me is Matt Williamson. Follow him on Twitter Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going this week? Things are great, and I've been enjoying my Sundays, watching with my son, with the Pepsi, obviously, and uh, times are good. We have a lot to get into, though. I, I think we got to jump right in here. So much, so yeah. much. We are going to jump right in. As always, on Tuesdays, we're going to start this first segment uh, with Dynasty Transactions, some players that we're interested in buying or selling. And Matt, I guess we're in a shopping mood because all we're doing this week is buying. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about the first player you are looking for in your Dynasty Leagues. Mine's Damian Harris, and certainly the Patriot backfield can be a massive headache. And you're always picking the wrong guy. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, I'm not buying that. But it wasn't long ago. And assuming that some of the reports that we get out of New England are at least somewhat credible, that Damian Harris was clearly their best running back before his injury. It looks like he's about ready to come off the, the IR. So maybe even a week ago would have been the time to do this. But we saw them just dismantle the Raiders on the ground. And to me, that's going to be their approach. And, of course, that backfield will be maddening. But if you get, if he's their top back and their most well-rounded back, I think that is a lot of value. I really like this call. Uh, Damian Harris, I think, has kind of been forgotten by many over the past three weeks. And uh, not because of a hot start for, for Sony Michelle, really, uh, but, but just because of that injury. Yeah. Because of so many names in that backfield. And, in fact... Matt, last week on this exact episode, I suggested to drop Sony Michelle. Right. And I, I guess it was the reverse curse because he, uh, he, he finally had a big game. Uh, if you dropped him, I'm sorry, but I, I still stand by it. I, I, you can't use him. You can't put him in your lineup. Hopefully no one listened to you and now they can trade him for something instead of drop him. That's right. Maybe right. you can sell him instead of instead of drop him. I would I would sell him for Damian Harris. I'd rather have oh, Damian yeah. Harris on my roster than Sony Michelle. So I I like that one. Uh, I'm I, I've got a guy in mind that's maybe been forgotten about. Uh, we shouldn't say that, but it, it has at least been at the back of dynasty players' minds, also because of an injury. Much uh, much higher profile than Damian Harris. It's AJ Brown. We've seen AJ Brown miss. The past two games, they they haven't really given us a ton of information about this injury. Uh, don't really have any idea if it's uh, if he's in line to play uh, next week or, or if he's going to miss another game. So that that has to cause a little hesitation for dynasty players. But what I've seen, or, or really what I haven't seen over the past two games that he's missed, is Corey Davis stepping up and and becoming the number one option. Davis has been fine with Brown out of the lineup, 
but but nothing special. Nothing that should cause us to be concerned about A.J. Brown. Uh, last week on our Dynasty Value Study, we compared D.K. Metcalf to uh, to, to many. Oh, I'm sorry, it was C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. to many uh, other wide receivers in that range. And the, the voters on Twitter preferred C.D. Lamb to A.J. Brown. That one really surprised me. Uh, so that just tells me maybe maybe the value on A.J. Brown has dropped a little bit. Uh, I did check out some trades over at Dynasty League Football. He got traded for a first-rounder and a fourth-rounder, 2021. I'd easily, easily oh, yeah. pay that. Uh, he was traded along with Bryce Love for Stefan Diggs and Eric Ebron. Diggs off to a, a nice start, but I'd still rather have A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. uh, s- several years younger than Stefan Diggs. This was the one that gave me a little pause. I wanted to see what your thoughts were on this trade. A.J. Brown for a trio of rookie wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, and T. Higgins. You get all three for A.J. Wow. Brown. What do you think? What are you Ooh, doing on that? That's fair. I mean, I guess if I have a the roster space and I'll take those three well-guided dart throws over Brown... But I love A.J. Brown. I love your call to buy him here. I feel like it's your last chance to buy him for the next three years. I would rather have him than Metcalf. I actually got a text today from the only redraft league I'm in, the guy that drafted A.J. Brown, and it's more of a redraft mentality, but a lot of dynasty owners have it. Why on earth did I take A.J. Brown over Metcalf and this guy and this guy and this guy? Like He's, he's pissed at himself for it. And I bet there's some people out there that are fed up that maybe you can get them for something in this neighborhood or even two of those receivers you just mentioned. Right, right. And and Brown is certainly still going to be expensive. If, right. if we're doing a, a startup draft today, I would say the value has dropped. Maybe he's a third rounder instead of a second rounder. Uh, so you're, you're not going to steal this guy, but uh, buying it at any kind of discount, I think, is a good decision. Matt, who's your second guy you're shopping for this week? Uh, I, Jared Goff, you know, I was watching Jared Goff and, and Allen play this week and thought they might be the two most improved quarterbacks, fantasy or real world in the league this year. And basically this was a real quick one. I want a piece of the Rams offense. I don't know which tight end, which running back, which receiver to target at their current prices. So just give me the quarterback. That that's actually a great call. The the backfield a little a little muddy, messy mm-hmm. right now. You've got Henderson kind of emerging. We still love Cam Akers and uh, and the prospect that we saw uh, from from the past couple of years and, and what we expect him to be. Uh, the the wide receivers, of course, both Cooper Cup and, and and Robert Woods are great players to own on your on your dynasty teams. But week to week, it's it's still a tough call on yeah. uh, like who the Jefferson better option too. is. Right, and, and yeah, and Van Jefferson, and, and then the tight ends. Uh, of course, Higby and, and Gerald Everett, both uh, talented options. So maybe just buying Jared Goff is the uh, the, the cheapest way and, and the easiest way to get a piece of that offense. I, I love that call. Uh, last one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak one more in here really quickly. It's kind of along the lines of A.J. Brown. It's Terry McLaurin, uh, and, and he's had a, a couple of big games already with Washington, but Matt, I don't know about you. It it just feels like the Dwayne Haskins era is nearing an end oh, already. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, he's I feel like he's bringing that entire team down. Terry McLaurin included. 
Uh, McLaurin did have a big game in, in week one, but uh, outside of the top 30 wide receivers in week one and week three as well. So uh, again, if the price has dropped at all, and especially if they make a quarterback change, I don't think Kyle Allen or, or really Alex Smith is going to come in and fix that. But you, if you can buy at a discount now, you get that new quarterback next year. Uh, of course, we're, we're doing a lot of assuming there, but that's what you have to do in, in Dynasty, especially mm-hmm. when we're trying to buy elite players, possibly at a discount. So uh, some, some targets to buy this week. A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Jared Goff, and Damian Harris. Matt, when we come back, we're going to talk uh, a, a little team-building strategy, and it ties into some great listener questions we've gotten. Great. Uh, before we do, I've t- told you guys about these about Rock Auto many times now on this podcast, certainly on Locked On NFL, which is now Peacock and Williamson. But Rock Auto is phenomenal, and with all the uh, increasing numbers of makes and models of cars and trucks out there, you can't just get all the parts you need at these traditional chains. You know, you have to. So wh- why would you endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions? Um, wait that the counter man orders the parts on his computer, choosing the brands on his you know, warehouse, you know, whatever happens to be in the warehouse. You have a computer. You can access rockauto.com immediately or at home or even in the pocket, on your pocket, on your phone. And obviously a lot of you people are into car repairs and maintaining your cars. You save a lot of money and you can use that money on mortgage or food or whatever fun thing you want. And it just makes a lot more sense to do it at rockauto.com. And rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices for possible rather than changing prices based on, mark- on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. So, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. So, here's what you do. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. And there's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Matt, we are back. Let's talk a little team building. As I've said in the uh, in the past weeks, this is a segment we're going to hit every week. A little strategy talk uh, in the middle of the regular season. We want to uh, we want to keep building those dynasties uh, year round. And this this topic this week is also one that we've gotten several questions about uh, for for the show. I've seen several questions and, and uh, topics about this. People mm-hmm. talking about this on Twitter and everywhere else. It's basically that rebuilding decision. You know, we've got a lot of teams that uh, maybe maybe this was your plan from the start that this was going to be a rebuilding year for you, or maybe these injuries have hit you hard. But either way. You're you're 0-3 after three weeks. Is it time? Is is that too early to start selling pieces? Especially if you if you were looking at this year as as maybe a possible playoff year, and now you've gotten off to this terrible start. What are your thoughts there? I don't think it's too early, but I think it really depends on what you got. Like if you're looking at your team going, 
Boy, I have Chris Godwin and Chark and maybe McCaffrey, and I'm 0-3, but I haven't had a whole lot of luck, especially this year with getting my best players in the lineup and the, when I need them. That should come. I think you hold tight. But if you look at it and be like, man, a couple of these guys I was counting on aren't as good as I thought. Maybe a mix-in. or I mean, there's many examples that are good players, but they're not going to get you to the promised land most likely. I don't think it's too early to get out in that situation. Yeah, I agree. So it sounds like for you it comes down to almost a, not even a team-by-team, but a player-by-player case. Yeah. Who are some players, you're 0-3, who are some players that you would be aggressively getting off your roster at this point? Hmm. I got to think about that. Give me a few names. I mean, who? obviously you can't just say, oh, I'm done with Larry Fitzgerald. You know, like, yeah, we know you're, everyone's done with Larry Fitzgerald. Nobody wants those guys anymore. Like, it has to be like a mixing type where you hate his usage, but he's still a really good player and he could help somebody else. Yeah, I think I think Mixon is is a tough one uh, yeah. because you you still think of him as having uh, hopefully some long term upside, some value two to money. three right two to three years down the road. It, it's easy to start with the veterans and uh, not not Larry Fitzgerald veterans, but uh, Julio Jones I think is is mm, the first yeah. one we have to talk about. It's probably pretty clear at this point that. Uh, his best days are behind him, and that doesn't mean he's not going to have a big week still or, or even a big year still, but uh, he's still got some value. We, we know that based on uh, some recent trades we've seen, even missing week three, even with a disappointing week two performance, he's still got plenty of value. Uh, if you're 0-3 and you've got Julio Jones on your team, it's time to sell. I would actually say the same thing about Devontae Adams off to a hot start before missing week three, also with an injury. Uh, he's not getting any younger. Michael Thomas, I, I think we Thomas would put in the same lump as Adams. right. Yeah, Thomas is is in that same that same situation. Of course, you're uh, with with Thomas and with Julio. Three weeks in, you're you're not getting much from those guys. So uh, you you probably are zero uh, and three, or or at least disappointed with your start. What about Amari with those two young guys breathing down his neck? Uh, I would I would kind of put him in, in the Mixon category. He kind of feels like the yeah. the wide receiver version of Joe Mixon. He's producing a little bit better than Mixon, quite a bit better actually. But you're right; he, he's got the two young guys. Maybe that means uh, Dallas has to move on uh, at the end of. I don't think it's the end of this year. I believe it's the end of next year where they have a little bit of an out with Amari. But uh, pre- pretty good chance he's he's not with the Cowboys uh, through the end of his contract. So uh, I think that's a, a reasonable player to sell. Julio, real quick, just because as disastrous as this has gone, you might have a new coach, you might have a new quarterback before you can shake a stick at it in Atlanta. Who knows? Do you think a new coaching staff or, or a new head coach is a good thing for the Falcons offense? I don't know, but I just know it could be different and his usage could be different. They could rebuild and look to the future and say, Drew Brees and Tom Brady aren't going to be in this division much longer. Let's build for 10 years down the road like the Panthers are, five years down the road like the Panthers are. I don't know that it's crazy talk that Julio is a name you hear at the NFL trade deadline that could move. Hmm. Yeah, with the, with the 
potential coaching change there. It almost feels like it almost feels like the Jameis Winston conversation that we had a year ago. Everybody knew that it was, or at least everybody thought it was better for the Buccaneers football team to move on from Jameis Winston and replace him. But from a fantasy standpoint, we knew that would be a downgrade for Godwin, a downgrade yeah, right. for Mike Evans. It kind of feels like the same thing. They go with a new coach. It's almost certainly a good move, a good football move. But for fantasy purposes, uh, they may not be slinging the ball all over the yard like they are, uh, really like they have for the past few years. So sure. it could hurt Ryan. It could hurt Julio, Ridley, Ridley. And, yeah. and really that entire offense. Maybe, maybe. I mean, the change is just an unknown. And you, the Falcons, you know exactly what you're getting right now. What about that same situation, Matt? You are, uh, you're 0-3. You're, you're basically giving up on the season. You're, you're, you're going in the tank. Who are some players you would be looking to buy? How about like a Paris Campbell? You know, like the, the young guys that are stumbling a little bit right now that aren't helping their, their owner that has a lot of ability. Um, trying to think. Yeah, uh, maybe, I think. Maybe a Hawkinson or, you know. Yeah, I like that. I think anybody, you mentioned Campbell, anybody that's injured right now. Right. Uh, it, it's going to be a buying opportunity. If you're a contender, it's tough to go out and buy Barkley or McCaffrey or Thomas or uh, or Campbell. Or we can even go down to guys like Akers who are, who are dealing with shorter-term injuries. It's tough to spend your your assets on those players and then leave them on your bench for the next couple weeks, the rest of the year, whatever it might be. You're trying to win. Yeah, if, if you're rebuilding, it, it it's a lot easier. It becomes a slam dunk conversation. Uh, it's a win-win. You, you get right. L's while you get better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the other reason you want to get those Julio Jones types off your roster. Uh, and the sooner, the better, because as time goes on, as the weeks go on, you're going to lose, uh, you're going to lose shoppers, right? Right. If sure. right now yeah, there's, if there's nine teams contending for a playoff spot after three weeks, after six weeks, there might be seven teams contending. Mm-hmm. So you, you've lost a couple teams as possible buyers. Uh, and then, uh, and then the, you know, the price is just going down on Julio and, and guys like that. That's a good point. Um, a couple other categories of players I would be trying to buy if I'm rebuilding. Obviously we want to buy youth. You know, you want to buy youth, you want to buy picks easier said than done. But I'd also be shopping for backup running backs. Uh, not only could they potentially gain value over the next year or two, but if you see that that star running back go down, now you've uh, you, you'll see a quick return on your investment. So uh, Boston Scott, Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, those are all guys that I would be shopping for if I'm rebuilding. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, and maybe guys. McFarland in Pittsburgh comes to mind where Connor's doing well, but he's a free agent after the year. And even if he's brought back, which is unlikely, McFarland's stock won't go down. But if Connor's gone, McFarland's stock's going to go up. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Matt, when we come back, we'll finish with a couple of listener questions as always. Uh, in the meantime, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. Built Bar is a big hit in our house. Uh, they are been part of the Locked On Network now for a while. 
and we just have a constant flow. It's just they show up once a week and they don't last very long around here. But there's six new flavors coming out: apple almond crisp carrot cake, lemon almond cheesecake, cherry barcaya, cookies and cream, and caramel brownie. And I'm being honest; they they do they have a really good chocolate around them. Sometimes these 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 bars are kind of waxy and my wife is a chocolate connoisseur and won't touch those, but she loves the built bar and doesn't have any problem at all with the chocolate they use. It's really really good. It almost tastes like a like a candy bar in some regards, but they are also low cal, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're really great for people on a keto diet. Um, like for example, the, the peanut butter ones, which are big around here too, they have 19 grams of protein. They're only 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. And they're really filling too. Like I'll grab one when I'm on my way to my radio show, do two hours of radio and then come home and have dinner and not feel hungry during my show, which is perfect for me. Um, so they've also reset the promo code for this, this relaunch. So if you're using the old promo code, you got to check that out. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and you get 10 bucks off your next order. So use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Matt, we're back. We're going to wrap up the show today with a couple of listener questions. As always, first one comes from Dirty Landry. That's <laughs> at Dirty Landry 10 on Twitter. Not Dirty Laundry, Dirty Landry. Uh, and, and he wants to know, how are you valuing DeAndre Swift? Are you concerned about the usage and the team situation? Do you consider Swift a buy, a sell, or a hold? Uh, so I would say it's been a rough start overall for DeAndre Swift. Everybody... Uh, it seems like the entire football world saw that drop in week one that cost the Lions a win. Um, and since then, Swift hasn't seen much much uh, usage as a runner. He has, he's gotten some targets and certainly has become their, their favorite pass catching back in Detroit. Uh, are you worried about how the Lions are using DeAndre Swift? Or are you just worried that Swift is on this team that that can't seem to get it together at the running back position. He wasn't my favorite of the rookies coming out. Not that I dislike him, but he was a little lower on my list, I think, than most people had him. And I did think, like, when he had that big drop, that was a perfect time to go get him because there was a lot of negative buzz about him. But he was getting used a lot. But since then, really in week three, it was just the Adrian Peterson show. Like, I feel like the Lions... If they only knew that Adrian Peterson would have come available, we wouldn't use the second-round pick on DeAndre Swift. And he's not the answer. I mean, he's a, a Band-Aid player galore, Peterson, that is. But this is another one. What if there's a coaching change? Could they go away from Stafford? Could they bring in a young quarterback? Like, it's not the stablest of environments. I guess he's more of a buy because the stock is low, but you could really regret that, too. Yeah, he he is a tough one right now because the price the price hasn't gone down enough to make him uh, an easy buy, right? I mean, you're not getting him for a second round pick or anything like that. Uh, in fact, looking at some of the trades in the trade finder, DeAndre Swift for Kenny Galladay, one oh, for Galladay. one. 
Yeah, DeAndre Swift. Uh, this one's reasonable, certainly. DeAndre Swift for a future first and Tony Pollard. So that's 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 an understandable price to pay. Right, uh, right. Uh, DeAndre Swift for Joe Mixon. So maybe if you're Mixon worried, still. I, I still want Mixon as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, Swift is these, startable. Right, right. Overall, I mean, here uh, there's two different trades where he's going for multiple first round picks two future first rounders. So the price has not dropped uh, nearly enough to make, to make Swift a buy. Uh, and, and if you're, if you're really worried about usage or about the lions or, or anything, it seems like you can get out right now. If you want to get out three weeks in uh, there's still some value there. I wouldn't do that. So I would, I would put Swift in the hold category Um not only is Adrian Peterson not going to be there forever, but Matt, as you kind of mentioned, that coaching staff is not going to be there forever. Mm-mm. And we don't always like to see coaching staff changes, but in this case for Swift, I think it would be a positive. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Matt, I don't know how to answer this last question, so <laughs> I, I, I hope you I hope you have a good one. It's from our buddy. Uh, Alex at, at Hans Gruber hit it on Twitter. Uh, and he says, what movie or TV show would you use to describe the fantasy season so far? So we're three <laughs> weeks in, we've gotten, we've gotten three full weeks of football when we, we weren't sure if that's, that was going to even happen. So that's a positive. Uh, we've seen tons of injuries. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on it are more of a roller coaster. I, I mean, okay. I, I'm some movie where the ups are really high and the downs are really low because we're seeing, on average, over 50 points per game in the league. You know, all these quarterbacks are lighting it up and all of them have super high quarterback r- ratings and QBRs and... Russell Wilson's thrown 14 touchdowns in three games, and there's people nipping on his heels that aren't that far behind. And you would think that stocks are booming and the economy's doing great, and then you turn around and I lose Godwin versus the Panthers, which was the best matchup ever, and then he gets hurt this next week. And there's so many instances of all these people that you're excited about to to thrive off this great economy – and then he gets hurt or, you know, like, uh, you know, so it's really been not steady. I mean, just ups and downs. I mean, maybe true romance or something, some movie where it just throws you all over the place, up and down. There, there was a response uh, on Twitter to this question that is, that was certainly more clever than anything I could come up with. Uh, and, and I have to apologize. I, I don't even know who it was off the top of my head, but, uh, his answer to this was it's game of Thrones because every time I start liking someone, they get killed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you're not afraid to kill so, your favorite character. Right. That's, that's what it is. And, and Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas and Chris Godwin. Those are our favorite characters. And right now they're all dead. And that, <laughs> that hurts. Right. That hurts. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. They will kill your favorite character. They'll cut Ned's head off. Matt, that is going to do it for our show today. Uh, please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL 
and I'm Ryan MC 23 We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.